22 degrees now in Amherst, Appomattox, Danville, and Lynchburg. 23 in Bedford, Roanoke, Salem. Mm. And, uh, yeah, here we go. 20s. We're not moving much. I don't like I thought it. yesterday was the coldest day. Well. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. Mm. Dang. Pretty chilly. Yeah. I don't love it. Okay. So, here's the story. Uh, you said you had not seen seen this. Uh, no. It started getting a little traction uh, yesterday. The name of the hack magazine is uh, is Deadspin. Apparently, it's some type of sports online something. Yeah, for because it's got sports geeks and all yeah, that. Yeah, baseball, football, basketball. All yeah. Those. Okay. So um, even race baiters are finding this cringy. Okay. On Monday. Uh, There was an article published on Deadspin titled, The NFL Needs to Speak Out Against the Kansas City Chiefs Fan in Blackface and Native Headdress. In the article, Karen Phillips called on the NFL to condemn a young fan who Phillips claimed hates black people and Native Americans. Okay. He falsely accused the child of wearing blackface, showing only a profile of the child, ignoring the full image of the fan who was wearing black and red face paint in support of the Kansas City Chiefs and their colors. Okay. He also had the, the headdress on that their, that their mascot wears. Mm-hmm. This child is probably, I don't know, seven? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say seven or eight, yeah. Probably seven. Um. Elon Musk said, Karen Phillips is an unapologetic racist and a deceiver, the most irresponsible of journalists. So when the the picture's straight on, he split his face in half, left to right, Right. with with brown and and red. Right. Well, black and red because the colors are black and red, and he was doing the the Indian thing. Which is, and they would do that. They would paint their faces Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Um. So a year Wait ago. Wait a minute. Does that mean the Dr. Pepper fan nut guy that does all the commercials? Absolutely. Who's painted his face half and half? He's some kind of a white supremacist. Are you talking about the little prince guy? Or are you no, talking about somebody no, else? No, oh, okay. no, not him. Okay. No, there's a whole thing with. Um, this isn't the yeah. first time Phillips has done this. Yeah. A year ago, he accused white people of exuding supremacy because they were watching the NBA while black people were being murdered. He didn't have a comment on black people watching the NBA while black people were being murdered, but but the white people, yeah, that's a problem. Right. Um, Phillips once called the increase of white people around him in Flint, Michigan, a concerning phenomenon. <laughs> this is the guy here, Fansville. Oh, oh it's yeah. a whole. It's oh, been going on for four years. They add to it every year. Oh, yeah, see, don't watch sports, I've never seen Because it. half his face is white, half of it's red. What's okay. he trying to say there? Phillips um, is being accused of putting this child at risk, and he is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he's telling black people and Native Americans that the boy hates him, when obviously he just loves his football team. Uh, it's unclear if Phillips was aware that the kid was not actually wearing blackface, or if he was just so giddy to be able to call a white kid racist, he failed to even do due diligence right i'd probably be yeah yeah probably. Um, and <laughs> I, I i hesitate to call this person a journalist i that's that's mighty loose term mm-hmm. for that 
Uh, he doubled down by accusing an unnamed group of people um, of hating Mexicans. Hmm. That's his latest thing. Okay. Um, All right. I wonder if they're, if they're going to, you know, keep keep him on there. I can't imagine that they would. Um, Phillips publishing a story smearing an innocent child falls on the shoulders of his editors. They're going to be the ones held accountable for this mm-hmm. because they allowed it to be up there. You can't right. say you didn't know it was up there. Sure. Have the editors of Deadspin done anything to beat this back to our knowledge no probably not and there's a pattern here it's not the first time absolutely so i suspect this one will end up in a lawsuit would be my guess i hope so the uh a lot of people are encouraging the parents to sue right phillips and deadspin for defamation Mm -hmm. i think that might be uh be very appropriate yeah now this kid has to walk into school sure and and deal with this uh, being accused of hatred against not one but mm-hmm. two minority groups mm-hmm. yeah this and god forbid if that kid gets hurt yeah yeah he's going to be in a world of hurt yeah with that golly these if, people if you're a sports fan and if you read that rag um you should reach out and Tell them to to hold this this guy accountable because that's ridiculous. Man. I've never heard I've never heard of Deadspin. No, I, I, so, ha- I haven't either. Um, but now they're hearing mm-hmm. about it and not in a good way. Mm-mm. So there's a little bit of that going on. When you know when I mean, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm I'm trying to log into something. Oh. To make sure I've done something. Then my due diligence and it just your due me. diligence is to have the next story ready. Well, I I know I was participating with this one. I'm engaged. Are you? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I got it. Well, if you if you want to, it's not too hard to to find the the topic, and a lot of people are talking about it right now. Have we well, I mean, exciting... I think I can go here. I mean, that was past interference. That's it. Season's over. Our program's cursed. See? I can't watch this. Every year I fall for the preseason hype. I made all this for nothing. Never watching football again. (laughs) I'm never watching football again. Angry. I mean, this is a whole. Like I said, this has lasted four seasons. Four years in a row, maybe five. Well, it's not nearly as memorable as the Little Prince guy. That's all I'm saying. See, you're not watching any college (laughs) football. Correct. Because you would see this on every network. No, instead Fansville. I watch Freebie where everything is in Spanish. Every <laughs> commercial is in Spanish. Okay, so. And I still don't know any Spanish. I haven't watched. My wife has. I've watched because I was doing the dishes being a good husband the other night. Hmm. Um, watched the last episode of Bosch Legacy Season 2. My sister-in-law, whose birthday is today, got me turned on to Bosch. And we watched the Bosch Original series, and then it went away, and then Bosch Legacy came, where he's left the force and you know stuff and become a private investigator. And Le- uh, Legacy season one ended. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you. But anyway, season two is over. There's going to be a season three, and now there's a spinoff of Bosch, the TV show, which is on Freebie now. Okay, I can well, watch it, but I have you to watch the commercials. You better brush up on your Spanish. That's all I well, have to I say. I haven't noticed any Spanish quite oh, yet. Oh, it's coming. But 
Just be aware, it is coming your way. It's back to Heartland now. We had mm-hmm. a, a small vacation from Heartland because we didn't even know that Bosch Season 2, the legacy version of Bosch, Bosch even came out. Now, there's language. If you're going to watch it, just let me know. Let, let you know, rather, that there's language. Well, my favorite new show, well, it's not new, it came out last year, is the, the one about Julia Child. It's a hoot. Yeah. It is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's got the Dave Hyde, uh, Dave... David Hyde. Oh yeah, from from, from Frasier, yeah. and and it's got Lilith from Frasier. It, Which it's is so just good. odd to have those two on there, yeah, and not being able to separate the 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 people and the characters. But anyway, all right. A uh, new internal document is showing the Biden administration waived taxpayer safeguards to boost a green initiative. Yes. Wow, we're using that so much. <laughs> They get busted so many times. Uh, Apparently, they quietly granted a request from an energy firm developing offshore wind projects off the coast of Massachusetts to waive deployment fees designed to safeguard taxpayers, according to internal documents that have been reviewed. Mm -hmm. The Bureau of Ocean Energy Management informed Vineyard Wind that it had waived a financial assurance for decommissioning cost fees in the June 15, 2021 letter obtained by the Watchdog Group, Protect the Public's Trust. At the same time, the Department of the Interior was looking at forcing greater and more expensive bonding requirements on holders of long-standing oil and gas leases. They were relaxing these requirements on the nation's first utility-scale offshore wind energy producer, one mm. that just coincidentally happened to be a client of their incoming PPT director, Michael Chamberlain. Hmm. Wow. You're going to talk about bad optics. I mean, <laughs> no good doubt. Lord. No doubt. For an administration touting itself as the most ethical in history. Sure. This sure. represents yet another incident in which Secretary Halen's interior appears to have a tough time living up to that standard. Hmm. Chamberlain noted that former Deputy Interior Secretary Tommy Boudreaux, the second highest ranked official in the Department of Interior, which houses Bohm, had, according to his 21 financial disclosure form, previously represented Vineyard Wind on legal manners while serving as a partner at the firm of Lathan and Watkins. Anybody surprised here? Mm Mm-mm. No. Anybody? Nope. Disgusting. And they just get by. Yep with it mm-hmm. they just quietly pass this crap through and it's going to take us decades to undo it right and it's going to have to be undone because it's not sustainable at all nope i don't know it's going to be every time you turn around it's a new one it's a new story it's this incestuous oh i know this this whole you know nepotism yeah. it, it, it's horrible well and nepotism doesn't always mean family i mean no you, it does not you're a congressman you were you on scratch the, my back i'll scratch yours you're on the foreign aid committee whatever right now you're working for a company who's a lobbyist for the foreign aid committee mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's just sickening it is and they, they they should i think they should not be able to do it at all but at least wait five years and then your shelf life will wear away, and then you got to go back to the private sector and live under some of those rules that you imposed on all of us. Mm. I'm just saying. When we come back, mm. um, Nikki Haley in enjoying some momentum on the campaign trail. We'll talk about that. She is. 
a little bit. And we'll also talk about uh, something that has come into the Lynchburg area uh, that a, a group is really working to make Lynchburg safer. They're not just talking the talk. They're walking the talk. We'll talk about that when we come back. All right. It's 818. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Wow, that was the shortest break ever. <laughs> I think it dropped one of the carts. Oh, okay. We should have had more time. That's what's going on there. All right. Well, it's not jive talking when it comes to Nikki Haley. She, uh, she's, she's doing pretty good uh, out there in front of a standing room only crowd. Nikki Haley was making her case, former South Carolina governor, who later served as ambassador to the United Nations under President Trump, was arguing that she's more electable than her former boss. Right. So if you look at the national polls and you look at electability, you see that Trump is pretty much even with Biden. On a good day, he might be two points up. In every poll, we beat Biden by 10 to 13 points, Haley claimed in her Tuesday evening town hall. Electability was a factor in the decision by Americans for Prosperity Action, the political wing of the influential, deep-pocketed, physically conservative network founded by the Koch, Koch brothers. Oh, the Koch brothers. Yeah. Koch brothers, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Uh, who endorsed Haley. Right. That's who they're endorsing. Yep. Is Nikki Haley. Yep. Uh, the announcement by AFP Action, which has pled to spend tens of millions of dollars, and mobilize its formidable grassroots operation to help push the Republican Party past Trump was a setback for DeSantis, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Haley enjoyed momentum in the polls in recent months, thanks in part to a well-received performance at the first GOP primary debates. I would say overall, she was the biggest winner in, mm-hmm. in all of those debates. Right. Um, she did leapfrog DeSantis for second place in New Hampshire and in her home state, which holds the first uh, Southern contest, and she's pulled even with DeSantis in some of the latest polls in Iowa. But Haley and DeSantis remain far behind Trump, who continues to hold a commanding lead over the rest of the field as the president makes his third straight uh, White House run. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying that organizationally speaking, it's pretty significant because it's it's going to be so much money coming her way okay uh so i i don't know it's interesting all right we'll we'll see but now you know this is how we'll know just how well she's doing is if he stops with the ron de santimonious and he comes up with something for haley and he will sure because she's getting she's getting too close now and and how dare she speak against him (laughs) after serving under him hey if it wasn't for me she wouldn't be where she's at be here no she would not be alive she wouldn't be successful at all yeah. If it weren't for that. Right. I mean, that, that that's coming. Make no mistake about it. 
that'll be here. Okay. Um, Lynchburg Peacemakers. Yeah. They are. Um, they're holding a grand opening for their new headquarters and conflict resolution center. How cool is that? That is cool. Where, is it, where is it located? It's uh, located on 12th Street mm-hmm. in Lynchburg. And a lot of community partners have provided goods and services to help make it happen. Uh, Sean Hunter, who we've heard his name before, he is the president of Peacemakers, mm-hmm. said that they're going to offer classes and services like uh, free mental health counseling, right. conflict resolution classes, okay, job fairs, job readiness mm-hmm. classes. says there are other ways to mediate anger and bring things down. We okay. want to show them this nice not only preach and talk to them but give them jobs show them opportunities talk to them about careers and being owners of things change the mindset that's the goal because we feel like you know when you know better you do better their focus is going to be on 18 to 35 year olds okay Uh, i said we got to work with them we can't throw them aside all right every tuesday night they have conflict resolution classes from 6 until 7. On Sundays, they'll continue to canvas different high crimes areas of the city, and they hope to have their website fully up and functioning by mid-December. This is my hope for this. Okay. If we could get even people younger than 18, because I think you need to get to them before they're 18. I agree. If you've well, got juvenile issues, if you've got kids that are, you know, maybe it's not a big deal now. Maybe it's just they're at risk youth. Mm-hmm. That's who needs to be attending. Right. If they can learn conflict resolution, and le- that is a life skill. Yes. That is an absolute life skill. And and if they can learn that, and if they can learn that early enough, mm-hmm. then that, that'll be huge. Yeah. And that will make, I'm not saying don't, don't work with the 18 to 35-year-olds. I'm not right, saying right, that. Right. But when it comes to adopting that that whole heart of trying to bring peace, not being easily triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if you could get to them even younger, that would be a wonderful thing. And and they can learn. I, I just had a recent conversation with our former foster child, and he's doing some things that are positive, and it's taken many, many years and tons of counseling and bouncing around like a ping pong ball but I think he's finally starting to get some things. And that's that brings me hope because he's, he's going to be 18 next year. And he's going to be looked at differently, you know, as yeah. an 18-year-old. He's an adult officially. And I think he understands the weight of that. I mean, certainly when, when we were caring for him, you mm-hmm. know, still trying to have influence now, we were trying to tell him, buddy, your, your world's going to change when you turn 18. Right. You can't do some of this foolishness. And the world's going to kick your butt. Right. And and sometimes so. that's what it takes, and then sometimes they just get drugged deeper down. Right. So we had the story about Deadspin earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike from Bedford said, "How much do you think the family can sue Deadspin for, and how much free advertising do you think they just got?" Mm. Uh, I think it's all planned out. I don't. I don't think that was planned out. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, this guy obviously has a pattern of this behavior. Uh, I think they could sue them for enough. Mm-hmm. That they could put them out of oh, business. Oh yeah, sure. Because they're they weren't that big to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you I, could I just, be right. Maybe you're right. I just think. But to attack a, a seven year old, yes, stupid. To, to to support your quote unquote agenda, 
and you don't you don't care about people you don't care yeah you know i mean you're you're saying you care you don't care you'd be willing to destroy a kid and his family but there are people who say that there's no such thing as bad publicity i know disney used to say that and so did bud light um but (laughs) well they're both rethinking that whole thing yeah they definitely are story yesterday where they're projecting you know this could be bad because we've done some really silly things by, you know, basically saying we're virtue signaling and the company's paid for but, it. I mean, do you and therefore really your stock prices think have gone down. sports people are going to go, oh, love this. I'm going to go you know, look at this now. Right. Um, if anything, sports fans should be on here blowing oh, up. Yes, exactly. And saying unacceptable. Fire this guy. Yes. Get rid of him. Mm-hmm. You're calling yourself a journalist. I know without mentioning any. And what does that have to do with sports? Right. Any I of mean, the stuff this guy's writing. Some of these, some of these sports, because I, I, I have a little bit of inside track because of the building that we're in and people we get to talk to, but because we have a sports station, yeah. So something was released sooner than it should have, and it was just a sports news um, kind of story, uh, and the guy was probably going to get fired over it, and it was it was very insignificant when you would look at the broader thing of. You know, the broader picture. Mm. This is pretty significant when you're trying to out a little kid. Right. And you didn't even give the the full story that well, he had two colors on his face. You were intentionally dangerously deceptive. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's that's the thing. It's one thing for you to, to make that accusation. It's another thing for you to, you know, falsely out of context put an inflammatory photo up absolutely Uh, a very very different thing and i suspect if they decided to sue they would definitely have a case so i i don't know Uh, this silliness has got to stop because somebody's going to die right you know somebody's going to kill somebody get hurt for sure yeah we've got temperatures in the 20 pretty much 24 uh in most of the area i mm-hmm. think uh, salem's up to 25 right. but it, it is definitely another chilly day yeah uh is your home winterized how about that vehicle how's that doing uh we're going to talk a little bit in the next half hour about how to make sure your home is winterized and what you need to be doing to your vehicle to keep them safe as the temperatures are dropping and they are dropping yeah yeah, For sure. Keep that extra blanket in there or something. Or a bottle of rum or something. You know what I uh I invested <laughs> I'm kidding about the rum. In the in the solar blankets. Yes. That you can keep in your car. Mm-hmm. They they but keeps in ninety percent of your body heat. Have you yeah. seen those? Um that Santa's putting that in stockings this year. Well you brought something in this morning. Your your That's scarf. the warmest thing I've ever had. Holy cow. Yeah, it's very, very warm. I do love it. Yeah. WDBJ seven is on the way. They've got some national headlines for you. Gonna be checking out several stories that you need to know about in the uh the region and we'll have some more headlines, some of them pretty positive. For we a have change. A, a, a important interview that's going to dovetail with your sustainable living show tomorrow. Coming up on, on tomorrow's show, Hunters for the Hungry going to join us. You know, a lot of butchers were in the middle of hunting season, and a lot of them are not taking deer right now. Right. So what is Hunters for the Hungry doing? Mm-hmm. And if you're a hunter, are you aware of this? And what are you going to do with that deer? Might want to listen you, Sunday morning. Yeah, because he talks about how to how to process and, and, and do all that. But it's a really a big problem throughout our listening mm-hmm. area. That show comes right on now. at 8 o'clock on Sunday. On Sunday. Sustainable Living with uh, Glenn Boblitz and Janet Rose. And you can look it up on uh, Facebook and join that group if you're interested in that kind of thing. 
Hey, by the way, today, the last day for insane radio deals at 55.5% off. And currently, we have uh, 24 degrees throughout most of the listing area, Roanoke, Danville, uh, Amherst, Appomattox, Lynchburg, uh, Bedford, and then we have 25 in Salem. They're a little bit warmer, not a lot. A family member of a young couple involved in a deadly crash in Halifax County is speaking out. Uh, Sora Lund and her husband, Matthew McCubbins, were hit head-on by a Jeep while driving on Route 501 on November 18th. Uh, Lunt died at the scene. McCubbin suffered torn ligaments to his elbow and knee. The Jeep encountered the couple's 2004 Honda Civic driving in the southbound lane. Both vehicles swerved to try to avoid one another, but ended up striking each other head on. Uh, They just got married in May and met Mm -hmm. at Southern Virginia University in Buena Vista. Uh, the, The sister of Matthew and uh and Sora's sister-in-law uh, remembers Lunt as an energetic outgoing person who always lit up a room she says that uh her brother is fighting to stay strong as he mm. recovers he has his ups and up, ups and downs as is to be expected and he's learning a lot on his commu- leaning a lot on his community for strength the crash remains under investigation charges are pending and uh, Solace says they've been in constant communication with law enforcement as the investigation continues. Her family will hold uh, her funeral in her hometown of Grace, Idaho. Okay. So sad. Yeah, it is sad. So we were talking going into the break about winterizing your home. Quick story, if I may. I used to winterize a lady across the street and then COVID hit and I haven't been over her house since COVID because oh. I think she's very, some people are just sort of, yeah, you know, paranoid and them, stuff. Especially but I used to go over and shut off her water valves that but would shut really just, just the um, outside valves. It would turn just the outside valves off so they wouldn't burst. Of course, they make different things now for your faucets outside. But let me mention here, when winterizing your home, you do not want to leave your hose connected because that device that's built into some of these outside faucets now cannot work properly if you have a hose connected. It, it's not able to breathe. It's got to be able to get air, and that's what keeps that thing from that pipe from breaking, and then you have a, a real problem on your hand. But make sure that all your hoses, first of all, are disconnected from your home. Uh, it's that time of year, folks, and, and we got to take care because uh, it could cost you mega buco money if you have a uh, something like a pipe bursting Uh, a couple of things and this is you know something that i did not that many weeks ago uh was clean the gutters clean your gutters to make sure you know that that water's still being able to be diverted away from the house and that kind of thing you don't want leaves to sit there and collect and this is that time of year you know where you have to make sure now if you're elderly it's worth paying somebody a little bit of money because it's going to be a lot cheaper and i'm speaking to myself here than than falling off the ladder and getting a doctor bill and then maybe being you know laid up for many weeks because you broke a leg or something so you've talked about draining and shut offing the water sources right and and the and the certainly the you know what you're talking such. about that's important mm-hmm. and of course a lot of people have have hopefully have done that because now with it being as cold as it is I know. and windy that's a real problem yeah that that aluminum ladder is going to be like two ice cubes yeah that you're holding in your hand and gloves same thing with uh with checking you know just how sealed up is your home like yeah. your, your attic insulation do you have any of those little 
long things that are about four inches in diameter. It's like a long pillow for your doorway. I will tell you, my my mark has mm-hmm. our doors that like the seals on the bottom of the doors. Mm-hmm. They are so locked down. Yeah. That we don't we don't need that now. I at my old home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to have those things everywhere. I would even roll up towels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we have it for our attic because there is a gap. Oh, okay. It used to be carpet on the floor, and then we took the carpet away. Uh-huh. So there's a little gap. There's one there, a little doggy. Looks like a you know wiener that's dog right. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, you Everybody can get those has that at all the stores. But yeah, check your attic, your insulation. Uh, as Janet said, make sure the gaps. Uh, are, are sealed up and it's sometimes just going down to your local hardware store and picking up a roll of that foam tape or yeah. whatever and it's pretty easily self-stick back on it and mm-hmm. bada boom bada bing you know also you know you got to check your your dryer vents make sure uh, this is something that's done tube and you should do that one year round because you don't want dust to build up that can start a fire a lot of a lot of fires that start in the laundry room because of the dust that gets in there right. you know it's amazing what can be what can be in there. Uh, let me ask you about um, like pipes because when it starts getting really cold yeah. at night, then that's well, when we're we're going to have issues okay. with freezing and that kind of thing. If you're a cheesy guy like me, let me tell you what will work. Those little things you can get at the dollar store that you you know hit kids with in when they're in the pool. Pool noodles. They, the pool noodles. Thank you. I could, and they have a slot in them. If you if you don't want to spend the money. They're not going to be as good as the ones that you're going to get here again at the hardware store, but insulate those pipes that are bare. So you just split them and you, pop yeah, them around? Yeah, you split them and you pop them around. It's easy. You can cut it with a pair of scissors, insulate those those pipes if they're vulnerable, like in a crawl space. And here's the other thing. If maybe you're like, oh, you know, my pipes are already insulated, you might want to check because if it's an old school insulation where they used to go in and tape and all that right, stuff, right. that stuff comes loose. Oh, it does come loose. And it hangs. And, you know, it's it's nasty getting in a crawl space. But trust me, it's going to be a lot easier doing it now. Just wear an old jacket and some old jeans and whatever right. and, and go to it. Same and, thing with checking your, uh, you got to check your roof, got to check your chimney. We have people, you know, Black Goose Chimney. Yeah. That I'm sure they've been super busy. Sure. But that's like for the safety of your whole home. And, and another thing when it comes to that, your smoke detectors oh, yeah. are super yeah. important to be up and running. Because especially if you got a wood stove or you're running those little heaters, you need to know. Um, and the way some of them are designed now, if one goes off in one sector of the house, it makes the other ones go off. Mm-hmm. It senses it somehow. Uh, but smoke detectors, obviously, if you've got them, make sure your 9-volt batteries. I know they're a little bit expensive, but it's it's worth the little here again, the small investments now can save you a lot of money, you know, later. And your filters on your HVAC, that's something I told my wife last night. I need to I need to make sure that, that the filter is looking good. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not that expensive. You can buy multiple packs. Here's uh, some tips for your, your car as well. The easiest thing to check right now winterizing your car is check those wiper blades. Pull up your blade. Yeah. Pull on that rubber a little bit. If it tears or starts to come off, got to replace those wipers. Because yeah. if you get into uh, into a storm or something, you're going to regret not doing that. Uh, next thing you want to do is check those tires. Run your finger inside the tread channels. Make sure that they're even and not smooth or bald. And check the tread all the way around yeah. as uh, sometimes they can wear un- unevenly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the cold mornings, as we're having like the last couple of days, right. um, your battery takes a beating. It does. 
Mine struggles a little when it gets cold. It says if you start your car and it's kind of slow or it hesitates, you need to pop that hood, check for corrosion on yep. the terminals. Yep. Um, and then any acid leaking out of the block itself. Uh, the other thing you can do is pour a little Coca-Cola over the top. I was just going to say that. Yeah. First time I saw a mechanic do it, I go, what are you doing? Yeah. And then it just foamed up. It went, boof. Yeah. It, it eats away the acid. Imagine what it does to your stomach. Oh, right, exactly. Or your teeth. Right. I mean, you can even use it to clean a toilet. I mean, it's, right. it's have you seen those videos? I, 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 it's pretty I, I, incredible right. when you think about it. One so. more last thing, too, and try this, okay? You can go to the dollar store and, and get a, a, a sprayer. And you can get the dollar store version of uh, your alcohol that you get, you know, for like cleaning or, you know, uh, cleaning your skin or whatever before you put a Band-Aid on. That's just that simple alcohol. And you do 50-50, 50% water, 50% the alcohol, put it in a sprayer. Now, before I get, you know, somebody says, I've got a $10,000 paint job on my car, open up your hood and try it on there to make sure it doesn't stain. It doesn't do it with my vehicles, I can tell you that. You spray that on your windshield, that 50-50 solution, and it will break down the ice. Now, I'm not talking super thick ice. I'm talking about that ice that you have to take out. We've had a couple mornings already where I've had to take, you know, either my solution or I just take an old, uh, it's not a credit card, but it's an old medical card that I use to scrape the windshield and it does a real nice job because I don't want to get out the big scraper or whatever. I want to do it quickly and get to work. But you can spray the solution on there if it's a thin layer of ice on your windshield and it will start breaking down that ice immediately. Try not to get it on your paint job. Just spray it on the windshield. But that's what we do in our cars at 50-50 solution. Okay. Awesome. And it works. Yeah. So what if I told you, what if I told you I could put you in a new pickup truck (laughs) For, oh, she thousand dollars. She just leaned back in her yeah. seat and yeah. threw her, her finger at me like, I can do this for Man, you. I can make this happen. <laughs> so would you be tempted by that if I could put you in a new pickup truck for ten grand? A new one. A new one. For ten grand. A n- not just a new one, but a new Toyota. I'm 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 partially I'm interested in yeah. here, you know. I'm I mean listening. for ten grand, how does that happen? I'm listening. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so Toyota has released an affordable truck called the Toyota IMV. All right, I'm looking. Oh, right, here's the picture. Oh, that's very industrial looking. The newly developed vehicle is made in Thailand. Right. It comes with a rear wheel drive. Okay. And a gasoline two liter inline four matched five speed manual transmission. Okay. I like it. it, it it's a work truck. The rugged pickup model features an extended cab. Rugged tires, off-road bumper equipped with an LED bar, and recovery points at a roof rack carrying for carrying heavy equipment. It's compact, customizable, has a modular pickup design. It's envisioned as a blank canvas for customers to transform into whatever they need it to be, catering to a wide range of uses from businesses to leisure applications. Now, you know. I'm yeah, you suspicious can make it look like a nature. steak bed, it looked okay. big, didn't it? I'm suspicious by nature. We know this. Okay. Yeah. So my thing is, is this the new Spirit Airlines of pickup trucks? Well. Is this the kind of thing where it's like for 10 grand, you get an axle and four wheels. Anything else we're going to have to add to it? Here's going to be the problem. Okay. People are going to overdo it. They're going to load, overload it. Did it say the rating? Is it like a half ton? Uh, Looks like it might be a half ton. 
Uh, it's not a bad looking truck. It's very industrial looking though. I like it. I think it looks good. It has uh it has kind of the the Hummer vibes in the front it, it a does. little bit for it me. Does. It's aimed at Southeast Asian markets, South Africa and Australia. Right. Addressing a demand for compact and adaptable commercial vehicles. Yeah. The um it has a food truck set up with a customizable chicken uh, kitchen area, a compact ambulance for essential medical services. Yeah. It's about the same size as the existing Toyota Hilux. Okay. The truck will be offered with diesel, petrol, hybrid, and fully electric powertrains. Okay. The bed, roof, and back of the cab are pre-drilled for accessories. Yeah, I'm looking at the flatbed version that's sort of tricked out. They put some custom wheels on it. Okay. It's not bad looking, actually. The uh, Toyota presented a disaster relief variant model featuring Red Cross emblems. Right. The Toyota is more than a foot and a half longer than the four Jeep four door Jeep Wrangler. Okay. And it has a target start starting price of ten thousand dollars. Yeah. I think that could be I, a game changer, maybe. I think so. It'll it'll get people in a new vehicle for a reasonable price. And and it and maybe looks can be deceptive, but it looks pretty sturdy. Well, here's the sad news as I scroll down. There are no plans to sell this truck in the U.S. Yeah, well, people can, it'll people be sold can ship in, them over. Yeah, it'll be sold in Mexico, though. You you could go, you could probably pay to get that truck and ship it back here yeah. for the exorbitant oh, prices yeah. of a pickup truck. Sure, sure. I mean, even at twice that money. I bet you it's going to make its way into our market. It, it will make it. It, it will. Because it'll, it will. consumers will drive it. Yeah to yep. happen mm-hmm. i think yeah i think you're right we'll see uh gotta go to break when we come back we'll take a look at the lighter side of uh of some of your news look that truck up though you got it's me excited I'm, it's, it's pretty cool it's the imv yeah and it's a five zero. speed yeah five yeah you right. know i love me some zero yeah some manual transmission it, yeah, it's, it's got a four-wheel drive version yeah. like you said you can get it with a diesel which diesel is still really popular overseas in these smaller vehicles. Until well, they have to start paying our prices uh, yeah, for it. Well, Joe, look it out. Look it up if you get a chance. Cool. Uh, we'll be back. We're going somewhere? we got to go to break. Oh. It's 10 till. Oh, wow. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. I'm having fun today. Are you? I'm trying to keep you on track, oh. buddy. <laughs> well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got the feeling that something right. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam. Janet and Mark, toll-free, 866-916-3776. A little late. Call the yeah. Morning Jam. I didn't realize we were already finished with the show. I'm trying to get my balance on this card of mine. And well, you're going to be off the air in six minutes. I know, but I'm... And let's face it, some of us what are better at multitasking than others. What, what were you doing? You <laughs> I was were trying like, to sing you a story. Did you text? You were being un- very uncooperative. I was trying to try the new airdrop thing. Well, and- apparently it worked. Mm-hmm. That's good a Duke's uh, Mayo. What? It's a. It was a story about the bowls. Oh, the, the Duke's Mayo. Yeah. Bath 
for Brett Pry, uh-huh. a Cajun-flavored showdown for JMU and Liberty. I would love it. Well, they're saying... You would get Janet Rose behind this one. The a, Duke's bowl game. A JMU-Liberty clash for Virginia supremacy in New Orleans or elsewhere would be fascinating. I think but so. What? It says if the Flames win Friday, and they will. I think they will. Yeah. Uh, they could earn the New York's... Uh, the, the New Year's six bowl bid guaranteed to the highest rated champion among the group of five conferences. Well, Tulane of the American Athletic at number 22 and Nova, uh, number 24 Liberty are the only group of five teams ranked this week. Okay. By the CFP committee. Interesting. Mm hmm. I knew this was going to be like this unfolding story that me and Kevin are going to have to text stories back and forth until Friday night. Yep says, unless Tulane stumbles, Lib- uh, Liberty, among just four CUSA Bowl teams, will remain part of the conference's postseason equation. Interesting. I think, I thought, I thought you would find it. So you didn't text that, you literally, because you kept, like, trying to hit me with your phone. I said, you what are you doing? You were being cooperative. What were you doing? I was trying to find out my my balance on my prepaid card, and you're, like, trying to And I was actually working on the show. Phone. I mean, shocker. Well, rarely am I really dis... Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. What's kept me a little bit occupied on the side yeah. is I think I let my Fox Nation thing that I paid only one ninety nine for last year mm-hmm. for a whole year... You let it expire? Well, I let it expire, and I think it's charging me the monthly fee now. And I'm not even watching it. Are you... Oh, uh, yeah, you better find that out. Yeah. But, but after nine. All right. Okay. Uh, Florida Keys Private Island that was once featured on HGTV is for sale. If you're looking, since you're saving so much money on your pickup truck. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to cancel Fox Nation. It could I all might be, be able right. to afford this island. Could all be yours for That's a mere right. $2.5 million. That's not bad. It's not bad for it's a private bad. island. Not bad at all. Is it livable? I, apparently. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a big house on it. Maybe it's fully green. Or maybe it's it it sustains itself from the algae that's all around it that I can see. I don't know. Uh, pretty Did Joe you hear Rock. about the plane yesterday? By the way, before I forget, they flew a plane from somewhere to New York, I think overseas, and they used bio waste or something to to fuel the plane. Mm. Did you hear about that? I did not. Would you want to be on that flight? No. Okay. No. No. I would. I would. But that's just me. So, yeah, everybody's, everybody's different. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they say it offers an opportunity to make the Florida Keys uh, Island your own, a private sanctuary with the home of your dreams. The 9,190-square-foot island was featured on Buying the Beach, an episode of HGTV, but the single-family home was destroyed by Hurricane Irma. Hmm. Plans are underway to build a new uh, single-family home here that will offer spectacular uh, views, the listing states. The uh, island is connected to shore electricity and city water. Okay, so there's no home on there. So $2.5 million just for a, the rock in the middle of the ocean that's probably going to get destroyed again by another hurricane. True. Not a great selling yeah. point. Okay. I mean, do you, I mean, no, do you, you think? You, I'm already, I want to get on the plane instead and fly Virgin Atlantic launched its first transatlantic commercial flight powered by 100% sustainable aviation fuel on Tuesday, jetting across the ocean with fuel made from used cooking oil and biomass. Have you ever been around that? Have you ever been around? I heard when you follow a truck that's using that stuff, uh, it smells like French fries. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, 
yeah, it's not good. So it's not a good. If you're using cooking oil and biomass, not just uh, rancid cooking oil. I mean, let's be honest; it gets funky. Right. I mean, isn't that going to pollute too? I don't know. I mean, and I and and look, we we have to move forward with progressing our fuels. We I'm not saying we don't need to do that, but 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 this is not new. Reasonable timeline or something. Yeah, there is that. Well, imagine. Well, the flight was going to take off at 10 o'clock today, but they're still driving around collecting all the oil from the McDonald's Mm. in the region. Okay. Hoping to get you home by Christmas. Oh, but it's Thanksgiving. We're trying to get you home by Christmas. Deal with it. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Let me ask you this. If you're beachcombing, maybe doing a little shell shopping on the beach. Love that. And you came across a bottle. And inside that bottle yes. was human hair floating Ooh, around. That's a little interesting. Nails. Oh. Fingernail clippings. Oh. 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 Would you? Would no. you? Is that something you no, would? No. No. You've lost me at the. These these are called witch bottles, and apparently they're showing up a lot on the Texas coastal bend. Interesting. And they say uh, witch bottles date back to the 16th and 17th centuries when people who believed themselves targeted by curses or spells would fill a bottle with objects, like I just told you, to rid themselves of dark magic. Wow. One person said they found about eight of them. Wow. And they have everything from vegetation to just all kinds of things floating in them. Some have barnacles growing on them. Um this man said he has no interest in opening those bottles. His wife won't even allow them near the house. Wow. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't mess with that stuff. The no. witches don't, bottles don't have any dates on them. Uh, they have no idea where they're coming from. I've never heard of that. I'd give them to like a local college or something and say, you deal with it. Yeah. I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, interesting looking. It's interesting, but no. Yeah. And there's some other disturbing things they put in there, which we won't talk about. But, uh, like biomass. Don't, don't touch it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just don't touch it. Life hacks tomorrow make today awesome. Yep. See Thanks, you then. Janet. You too. <laughs>